0: Welcome to Live Let Thrive, a podcast about the Airbnb life, the share economy, and everything in between. Here are your hosts, Micah
1: and Steve.
0: The numbers will go up, and then it's it's, it's just a weird, it's going to coincide with the opening back up, and you're going to see the numbers opening up getting higher, but that's only because we have more tests. So it's not really, maybe would not be the cause and the effect, you know, the, the cause wouldn't be, might not be that we're opening things back up, you know, so...
1: I don't know. So many ways to look at it, man. It's just crazy, you know. So, like, I read an article on Wall Street Journal today, and it said, man, the, the economy's just been crippled, you know. And, uh, I mean, stocks were up today. Stocks were killing it, you know. I've, I've made a couple thousand in the stocks just the last couple weeks. So, <laughs> I ain't man, at stock. It's stock market. It's buy low, sell high, you know. Uh, but there's opportunities out there to create income. Um, I've been seeing, you know, you can do Airbnb online experiences now. So you can do those to create some income. You know, I've seen a lady t- teaching interior design online through Airbnb experience, which will help your Airbnb business and teach you how to be a personal designer, interior designer. So
0: yeah. Yeah, no shit. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So it's yeah. ways
1: to create income for the people that are furloughed, laid off. I hope y'all are able to take this time to actually improve your skills, you know, improve skills that you have,
0: you know. Right. We still recording, huh?
1: Well, I just turned it back on. I was like, man, oh. a good problem.
0: <laughs> I was like, I was like, did I say anything fucked up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, we're rolling, so we're rolling into a new show here, man. So yeah, we're just talking about talking about how we're doing this, man. So, yeah. you know, I have um, the wife and the, you know, two kids here, you know, <laughs> I have a, I have another daughter who's 12 years old, you know, she lives with, lives with her mom and stuff. So it's like, um, yeah, I kind of do the family thing, going to work and then going to get the stuff and then just trying to just – I know my wife probably goes crazy because she's with the kids all freaking day. At least I get a little bit of an escape, you know.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I had <haven't laughs> deal with that the last three days with mahogany. <laughs> three days with a dude, you know.
0: <laughs> y'all, y'all making a Rona baby?
1: No, we're not <laughs> – me and Mahogany aren't making no Rona babies. <laughs> Mahogany, we making Rona babies? Not
0: this time. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe next epidemic. Uh,
1: we, uh, but, nah, you know, it, it, is, it is tough. Like, especially, like, when you're just at home, kids and all that. So, tomorrow she's getting out and about and I'll be home with him all day. So, you know. Yeah. That's fun, though. It's fun, you know, being at home, having, you know, working from home and your kid comes up. You know, it's cool to have that, you know so
0: yeah that's uh, as i was trying to because it, it has been a little crazy Work's been a little crazy too because you know i work for an airline it's been kind of fucked up over there and uh, we have a lot you know skeleton crews and trying to do all this shit so and then when you and then so when you asked me how many you know what days i could do the podcast i said well, i you know really probably one day a week for now you know because <laughs> because i got that and then i come home and then i got the whole family thing and then i gotta you know entertain here and it's just um, – and, of course, always trying to look for new properties and stuff like that, which, which like I said, it hadn't it – hadn't, the prices hadn't plummeted yet, man, but, but we'll see in a few months.
1: You know what I found to be the best way to, like, balance out the – you know how we're always looking for properties. We're always working on our side hustles and our main jobs and our family. What I've been doing, man, and it works great. It works perfect. I give myself three tasks to do for the, for my business every day, three tasks. Once those three tasks are done, I'm done. And I, I, I have freedom over the time after that. You know what I mean? Um, sometimes, you know, e- even if I want to go look at more properties or something, I can, I still have the time to do it. Cause my, my three tasks are done. Like my three pressing tasks and I scheduled out all for a week. Like on the podcast, we were just talking to Ziona and Ziona said, um, what did she say? She said, uh, I actually made a note. I gave myself a task while she was talking because she said, yeah, she said, talked about peer space. And I was like, okay, on May 4th, uh, I only have one task for that day. I'm going to check out peer space. So I put that as my second task. So it's like, when you work in tasks like that and you get those, you you also find yourself very efficient and then not as tired, man. So,
0: Dude, I like that. You know, and, and I kind of started doing that too, because my time was all fucked up because of the Corona thing. And just all the craziness. And I remember that book, um, Getting Things Done, I told you about?
1: Yeah, yeah, I think you remember you talking about
0: that. And he talks about, I guess the big thing you get from that book is if you don't write it down, you ain't going to do it. And um, and then plus, not just not just writing it down. I write down today's stuff, stuff I got to do today. Then I write down like everyday stuff. You know, I got things that I, so, you know, like working out as an everyday thing. Then I write down tomorrow things, then I write down soon, then I write down later. You know, kind of like uh, you know, things I really want to accomplish, but you know, I know I ain't gonna do that shit this week. So I put it on the later, you yep. know, I put it in different bins.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: um, and that's where Z- Ziana talked about the um the the email zero thing. She wanted to get to email zero and he meant inbox zero, and that's what he that's what his term he came up with, the guy that wrote that um, getting things done book is inbox zero, and he wrote that. Before email was even a thing back in the old days, you know, you had like an inbox at work and people put a whole bunch of shit in it and his whole thing was you process get you know knock it out right away or put it to different piles and get it back down to zero to put it to different spots where you need to attack it you know what i'm saying yeah and so but it transferred to the computer age inbox zero is a lot of the um, ceos and you know big wigs talk about getting the email to inbox zero not just putting it off putting it off and end up with hundreds of thousands of emails you know and so i guess thank thank goodness for him thank goodness for that concept because she she hit us up after she was trying to get her inbox to- <laughs> back down to zero, and um it wasn't persistence on our part because we just you know after that two years ago we just didn't really you know follow up. Oh, ah, the power of following up, dude! We need to hit that up because that's a <clears throat> that's a huge concept. Because um, a lot of us don't do that, right? You know, we'll we'll try a property, you know, we might, you know might not get the bid, and we we'll just forget about it. But if you keep following up on a certain thing, sometimes they come back around. Oh, yes. and um, and and a lot of people most. I say ninety nine percent of people out there on anything, not just investors or whatever, don't follow up on things. You know what I'm saying? That's real. Either trying to get a date with a girl or <laughs> or trying to buy a house. You know, it's just you gotta you gotta follow up on things. If someone said no the first time, you you know persist. Or, you know,
1: gotta have that Urkel, you know, Urkel to Laura uh, mentality.
0: <laughs> just wear them down. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: straight <laughs> up <Sure enough,
0: dude. laughs> you know you know speaking of hustling of hustlers um right um the day after that big ass storm a couple of days ago mm-hmm. the guy knocked on my door you know I was like oh who the fuck is, you know the sells people out right now it's like coronavirus anyway he was he stood far you know I answered the door he stood far back and he said he hey sir you know and, you know big storm rolled through big hell you know messing up uh, messing up ceilings and you know just he a real nice guy He's like you know I you know all we're asking, is, you know, we could check out, see if it got damaged. If anything's damaged, we have a way of covering it and you know, nothing's coming out of your pocket, your insurance will pay for everything, even the deductible we will take care of that, blah blah. It just takes us about 10, 15 minutes to look at the roof. No, nothing, you know, you don't have to agree to nothing. I was like, Yeah, sure, hop up there, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and he he hopped up there, he took pictures and he showed me, you know, boom, boom. And it was freaking hell and like crazy, man. Golf ball sites, hell. I mean, was, I had I brought us from downstairs to from upstairs to downstairs because I was like, fuck we're gonna hope nothing comes through the window or then really? and um and so anyway, so we slept downstairs that night and um so he checked out the roof and he showed me like where's Dane. He said, yeah i can get you a new roof it's not gonna cost you nothing i was like oh cool man i said by the way i got three more houses Do you want to check them out too? and so he said yeah sure you know gave him the address he checked them out today i think only one of them over there in arlington got pretty hit up pretty bad the one out, you know my original house yeah, got, he got. He showed me the picture he goes, yeah, this house, this roof is trashed. So I get a new, I get a new roof on that house. Going to get a new roof on this house, ain't gonna cost me nothing. But I'm like, that's what it takes, man. Only one of this shit happened. Big opportunity for these guys, and only one mofo came and knocked on my door and asked if he could check out my roof. And he's gonna, and just by asking, he's gonna get like um, I don't know twenty thousand dollars from this roof. Going to get twenty thousand dollars from the other roof just for. Taking the, you know, the initiative and hustling after something like that and knocking on someone's door, that's, you made $40,000 right there for like a five minute conversation. You know what I'm saying? And that's money, there's money out there, not just in, you know, real estate what we always talk about, but I was like, man, this, this dude's hustling. I look at things differently now after I started being a, becoming an investor. And I appreciate people like that that are out there hustling. You know, that's annoying as hell. You know, the the freaking they want AT and T guy comes over. Hey, you, how's your internet speed? You know, whatever. But I appreciate that there's people out there hustling, and this dude, you know, took took advantage of the situation. And only one guy is out there knocking on the doors. I was like, really? I thought there'd be like ten or twenty people hit me up the day after a storm like that. But no, just
1: him. I think my guy Chris Henry hit you up, who was on the podcast. I don't think you're on Facebook though. Um, yeah, he because he, they come in tomorrow to look at my. Well, they already looked at it. Now I'm getting my free roof put on too. <laughs> <laughs> Chris <laughs> so, Henry, he hit me up. He probably oh. yeah because he told me I was like, man, just hit him up in the Zen box. I was like, but then I forgot you are on Facebook. But oh, yeah. well, I
0: still have the uh, I still have Messenger up just in case Messenger people want to message me. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, he didn't. Oh man, yeah. I didn't know that. I would have given my business to Chris Henry, man.
1: Yeah, because he uh he got he gave me a. Uh, you got me, okay, I got a free roof coming. Uh, cause yeah, I've been, man, this whole time, I've been uh, fixing up my house too. I got a new fence, uh, new, ro- new fence, new roof, new AC unit. So, yeah, I've been using this time wisely as possible. I'm like, hey, I can go ahead and fix up the house. You, I just tell them, man, it's really just a time to take full advantage of your time, your extra time you have. You, know what, you ain't driving, sitting on the road, man. Now, now, it's crazy. I looked at how much money that shit costs. How much money you spend on gas and food when you're out it's like damn mm-hmm. i've been stacking bread throwing it in the stock market have more money to invest i just man take full advantage
0: yeah going out is expensive man <gasps> it's crazy <laughs> it's crazy you're gonna drop at least 50 60 bucks i mean just just for you and your wife and your kid right and that's Throw some drinks in the mix, shoot. Really, <laughs> I just buy some beer, put it in the fridge, and we're gonna eat here, baby.
1: That's what I'm <laughs> doing, man. I'm like,
0: dang. You know? Um, I was gonna say, ah, oh, shit. What were we talking about before that? Oh, no, we're talking about the houses, the hell. Oh, so you gonna get see? Oh, the AC thing. And you have American Home Shield? Or how, how did you get the new AC thing that you had to buy that yourself?
1: Or? Well, I got a guy. Well, I had American Home Shield come out and take a look at it. But I had, I had a guy. I have a guy. He, he, he's been the guy coming out for American Home Shield for a while. And he was like, man, just he's like, next time, just call me direct. And he goes, by the way, he goes, ain't nobody. He was like, I'm going to be honest with you. They ain't got no business right now. He was like, you can go get you a brand new AC unit all installed all throughout your house for probably five to $6,000. I was like, for real? He was like, "Yeah, man." I was like, "Man, shit, yeah." So, for like, both,
0: for both the upstairs and downstairs. Well, unit.
1: no, for downstairs. Oh, Okay, because okay. I only have one AC unit. No, I wish. Really? Yeah, I only have oh. one. This is, this is built in '01. I want to say. Wow. No, I still got popcorn still. Uh, so well, yes. mine was built in
0: '92. Hmm? Mine was built in '92, and I have upstairs and I have one for upstairs, one for downstairs.
1: Did they? But did they? Did they probably installed it on there though?
0: Like afterwards,
1: it. yeah, that's what you have to look at when they installed it.
0: Oh, yeah, that's a good question because the uh, the upstairs one they is the smaller unit,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: then the the downstairs one is the bigger unit. Yeah, and so we'll see what Home Shield. Well, Home Shield, it um they they fixed the the, the upstairs one because it, it was a they called it a grounded grounded out or whatever, mm-hmm. and and it was gonna be like you know I know some AC guys. They, I asked them first. And I was like, oh, you know what? Cause I had the house less than a year, and I was like, and I was like, we um, always get like a year free of um, American Home Shield when you buy a house. You get like, well, your agent's supposed to negotiate that into the deal, right? Mm-hmm. It's smart to get. Might as well throw it in there. It's like a yeah, gimme. Yeah. And um, so, anyways, it was right before the year it was going to expire, and so they went ahead and um, I was I asked my guys first. I was like, oh shit, I have Home Shield. Let me ask them, and because they, they, these guys were quoting cool me, it's going to be like. Thirty three thousand five hundred dollars, you know. To I was like,
1: damn, dude, I, I didn't fixed expect For bucks, didn't
0: they? Well, well, actually, well, seventy-five bucks for American Home should to come out, and then they said, yeah, the compressor grounded, whatever, whatever they called it, and um, they replaced it and everything for five hundred bucks. So it's a lot better than three thousand five hundred. <laughs> so save me three thousand.
1: Get on their plan where you pay them sixty bucks a month. So 125 to come out, but whatever's wrong, they fix it free of charge.
0: Okay. Well, I just re-upped with them. And now my downstairs unit, the same shit happens. So yeah. they're going to come out tomorrow and, and check that out.
1: My yeah, change unit. up that plan. Make sure because that after the one I'm on, 125 bucks to come out. If anything's wrong, they fix it. They don't have to do anything else except for like Freon. I think certain things like Freon, if you have older AC units,
0: Oh, they charge you for the Freon. That's yeah, that's right. Yeah.
1: And but uh the new AC unit, they have the newer Freon type, whatever it is, and free of charge, man. By the way, my electric bill's been like forty bucks since I switched that thing out. Holy crap. <laughs> forty bucks, bro. I was like, yo. Yeah, those new AC units are the truth
0: damn dude
1: that's damn that pays for itself yeah exactly i'm like yeah i just created income right there
0: <laughs> so we're freestyling episode right now aren't we
1: yeah 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 this is just an add-on you know
0: yeah we can um because see episode one because we had a bunch of notes we've been just accumulating and accumulating and accumulating right have we We've been, yeah, just been rolling over and rolling over. I don't know if we've added to him in a while. I don't know if he, it was even before the coronavirus thing. <laughs> but, but yeah, shit. Now, nah, this is cool. We hadn't just done a, like a me and you app in a while.
1: Oh, yeah, and man.
0: I think that that's what the fans crave <laughs> every now and then.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Us getting on here and just speaking our minds. You know what Zay-
0: Zayana was saying? You know, we just interviewed the great Zayana McIntyre. And, um, well, she was saying that she wants, she'd rather have, you know, just, and it has, it's like the Al Williamson approach, you know, she just, she don't need like a hundred units. She don't need to whip it out in front of, <laughs>
1: <Like she> was... <laughs> that's a,
0: see, that's a, a classic, um, live let thrive moment. You'll only get here. You won't get that on any other podcast, real estate podcast. Out there. <laughs> if you don't know what I'm talking about, go listen to the Zayana episode about about sizing things up, you know you'll you'll you're <laughs> <laughs> we ain't editing that out, that's gold, um, but that, she's saying she ain't about trying to get a hundred units or two hundred or thousand whatever she just wants to get enough units to where the cash flow is more than the money that you know she's used to living off of, you know yep. what I'm saying then uh that her lifestyle and then that's financial freedom, so she's making ten thousand in cash flow, she's used to living on five thousand a month, I mean shit she's why do you need to get more and more and more of a headache, more work and more of this and that, more problems and like more money, more problems kind of thing. When she can go, you know, travel the world, do what she wants, live in Colorado half the year, travel the world the rest of the year. She, was from, she went to 47 different countries already. That's crazy. That's she has been funny. to 47 different cities in their lives, but she'd been to 47 different countries mm. and, um, and she's just enjoying her life. And, and She's and, only
1: 33. Wow.
0: She was financially independent at 28 years old, 28 yeah. years old. I was like, wow, that's amazing, dude. And so um, it's just about, for her, it's just about getting the right property that makes the right amount of money and then less, least amount of work. She didn't even want to renovate them no more. I'm like, man, it's just, she just wants turnkey. That's just going to produce for her. And that's it. That's all she wants. She don't need to freaking hit home runs anymore. She's already freaking, she's already won the game.
1: Yeah. If you own seven homes, man, that's a huge bonus. So yeah, I'm about to get on my ownership game. Tough man, I'm about to go hard. So when this Corona thing ends, I'm my short-term rental game's gonna be off the chain, man. So, <laughs> I'm just loading up, man. Loading bullets. Loading up.
0: Oh shit! Getting so, that knowledge.
1: Travel's gonna bounce back hard.
0: I think so. I think a lot of a lot of Yolos are gonna jump on the airplanes.
1: Heck yeah! Yep. And they love
0: and the Yolos love
1: Airbnb, don't they? Yes, sir. You can get on Twitter and just see that they're oh, I got an Airbnb here for this time. I'm like oh yeah, they're booking. They don't give a shit. They you know how say.
0: Airbnb should, I would say, advertise it. You know they're gonna need to do a little bit of a little bit of public service, a little advertising. Would people want to go stay in like a fucking where everybody's on top of each other type hotel? After this shit, or are they gonna want to stay in a house that's just them? You know what I'm saying? That's the angle Airbnb should play.
1: Well, they're playing at that 72-hour angle right now. What's that? Oh, they're making, they're trying, they're proposing to make it so after you have a guest check out, another one can't check in for 72 hours, Ooh. which would screw the host bad. <laughs> yeah. Damn. I was like, yo, I'm not with that. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. That ain't good. Me neither. I don't like it either.
0: You're gonna have. We'll see. I guess only one workaround. Obvious workaround would be you have it on the the home or the VRBO, the other platforms where that three day window. You have it open that those three days. You know what I'm saying on the other platforms, just to try to fill those gaps.
1: That too. But like I've been saying, you, you just got to go push hard for direct bookings, man. It is possible. People are hitting hard on those direct bookings with those websites, the advertising behind it. Imagine all the advertisement I was doing that I do through Facebook ads. Now, if I was directing all that traffic to my website, I'd be making a killing, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah, I just, it's just, you just got to be, I've been telling people Airbnb is showing you their colors. They're showing you what they're about to be doing in the future. You got to be prepared.
0: So, Because they can't tell you what to do to your own damn house for those
1: 72 hours, right? But they can tell you on their platform, but yeah, off their platform, no. They can't tell you what to do. This is your property. And I think people forget that. They lose sight of that. Like they say, I have an Airbnb. (laughs) And and see,
0: the thing, you're the the guru. You were the the Airbnb scientist before a lot of these fools were doing it. But you would have figured out a way, but I don't know if they're hip to it now. But you would have cloned your, li- you'd be cloning your listings all different ways. So you'd open up those three days on another clone just like yeah, that one, right? That too. And There's no way for them to see that. Well, probably now. They
1: see it? They just Airbnb's about money, man. They don't give a damn. <laughs> Airbnb comes out with all this shit when they Airbnb comes out with shit to appease the, the community out there. But like, okay, Airbnb. This is another one that they're doing. They're appease the community. They're telling people, oh yeah, by the way. Um, the mayor of Broward Count Broward County, Florida, you're not allowed. They they came out and said that you're not allowed to rent out Airbnbs and hotels. Airbnb comes out with an article sends it to all their hosts, but does Airbnb shut down your listing? Hell no, they still taking reservations. That's what they do, man. They play it they play it safe to the media, but they know most of those media people ain't on Airbnb. They ain't about to be trying to book Airbnbs. Yeah, you can go book an Airbnb in Broward County right now. Airbnb don't give a damn. They're getting they getting
0: their money. They, yeah, they the ones going to be paying the ticket.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Right now they sending out these thirty five dollar checks for thirty five thousand dollars worth of cancellation. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, man, that remind me of Friday when. Uh, Smokey's mom told him to go get her, some, get her some cigarettes. He gave her, she gave him a dollar. He's like, man, this ain't enough.
0: <laughs> Make it enough. <laughs> Make
1: it enough. <laughs> you know, that's what Airbnb doing with these little 25% checks. And a lot of them saying the math don't add ups.
0: <laughs> man, that's nuts.
1: Yeah, the biggest check I seen was like $22,000. 20, 2200 that somebody got back, you know, so.
0: 2200 bucks.
1: Yeah, I seen one check was $2.49. <laughs>
0: jeez
1: Fuck, man you could have kept that (laughs) this will help you for your mortgage
0: (laughs) he's got to report that to his taxes and fill out a form
1: (laughs) man airbnbs are dirty they're they're not a dirty game they just man they they know how to play the game i'll say that but you got to learn how to play them too i guess Yo, it's not even learning how to play them. It's just learning how to learning how to be the best version of yourself, using your business, what it's supposed to be a business, you know? It's right. crazy out there, oh, man. Yeah, Airbnb, man. We'll see.
0: That's nuts, dude. That's nuts. Yeah. Well, I'm still out there looking, trying to find another spot. Heck, yeah. I'm looking. But I'm not going to overpay. I'm not going to freaking overpay. I mean, and right now, people are overpaying. Still, they're paying like this corona thing never happened. I don't understand it. So they're gonna all a lot of people are gonna get fucking burned because I'm sure that the people are buying these houses right now. They have this number in mind. Oh, I can rent it out for eighteen hundred, nineteen hundred bucks. No free. Nobody has a job. How are they gonna pay that? You know what I'm saying? And then plus, and they're gonna be. How they're not gonna be able to forbear that shit? They just bought the damn house.
1: Yeah, they probably ain't. No. Th- plus, well, check this out. They're really kind of safe because the, remember the bank is requiring twenty percent down, seven hundred credit score. And six three to six months reserve, so you got to show them that to get the loan.
0: Okay, that's Don't. not all banks though. Not all banks are doing that. A you
1: lot mean, of them, Chase not all.
0: Was, Chase is doing that, right?
1: Chase and a few of them, like the big ones, are doing that. So what I'm thinking is what I've been, what I'm doing personally, I'm bidding on, I'm buying stuff that's under market, off market, under mar- under market, <sighs> and stuff that uh, needs work. Yeah, I'm I'm buying projects. I'll say. So you buy okay. a project, you know, and then I got the, uh, my realtor already gave me some contractors and I'm moving like that. And then I'll just, once all this stuff comes back, I'll just refinance my money back and do it again.
0: Wow. So you're big on that little rock market then, huh?
1: Yeah. Right now. That's where I'm looking at. Tough right now. Um, I've been you ain't st-
0: looking over here at all?
1: No. Uh, <laughs> like I said, that duplex that kept me, that was over here. But it was like 450K in the hood. Ooh, in the hood? hmm What the fudge? It was, man, but it was a nice-ass duplex. It was the baddest house on the block, but it's, it's in the hood. Right next, in the hood. Right, next door, right next door to some apartments.
0: No, I see, that, that's messed up, man.
1: That's Dallas for you all day. Dallas, dude, that shit left and right.
0: man. When your little Google walking man gets mugged, you
1: know it's not a good neighborhood. <laughs> like they, but Dallas is known for that. Like they'll just put a nice-ass house in the middle of the, of the hood.
0: Man, trying to force that
1: gentrification. See, in this area, I think it's going to be hard to gentrify because it's apartments. And them apartment people ain't about to give up no land. They own the apartment. They're like, screw you. I'm making my Section 8 money or whatever else money I'm making over here. You know what I mean? Ain't about to, mm-hmm. you know. But, yeah. but I was yeah. thinking you the only way to make it worth it, it was, you'd have to see, I guess, see how much the land value is around it to see if you could justify that 450. But I was like, man, nah I got I got money elsewhere that I could use, you know, serve a better purpose. Cuz you got to think right now, if you drop 20% on an $80,000 house, what you spend in 17 that needs work, and then mm-hmm. the ARV on is 130, you put 15,000 into it, get your money back, do it again.
0: That's true, man. That's how you do it. Yeah. To find the houses that need to be fixed up and have some your hard money guy too if you don't want to spend any money of your own right zero down and that's that's the thing too man I'm like um oh, the guest a few a few guests ago was a uh, freaking uh, his name name fell out of my head he, he, he's out of Tennessee he's out of Tennessee
1: Adam Johnson yeah Adam
0: Johnson AJ yeah yeah um I mean you watch his videos and stuff he, he does it all um he does the raps and all that stuff the um the he uh what's it called where you second mortgage where he's the where yeah he did do it
1: investing in notes well it's
0: it's kind of like yeah he does the raps where he's like yeah he's um oh, subject to oh, subject yeah. to so in other words he finds someone who's in a bad position says you know we, you know i'm gonna go ahead and buy your house from you i'll give you what you want blah blah at this percent interest rate and we just put it on the it'll be on yeah it'll be like a second mortgage on it kind of thing it'll be in his you know the house will still be in that person's name but the mortgage will be in his name you know he'll be buying the house from him mm-hmm. and he like no money down kind of thing or whatever you know he wants to put down and then he'll fix it up and he'll get it rented out turn it into a rental and not even go to the banks man that's that's the that's the key to not freaking touch these dirty mother freakers anymore <laughs> just to go do your thing that's why i was kind of like you know oh you know people are worrying about just taking the forbearance is going to ding your credit or whatever this and that, you know, you know, we'll see how that all unfolds. But to me, man, if I'm going to get three, if I have four houses, I'm going to get, you know, three months of not having to pay these four houses and I'm still getting all my rents and stuff. I'll be sitting on a nice chunk of change. And if, yeah, if they're able to put it at the end of the, the loan or whatever, you know, that'd be great. If they have a good re- uh, modification, you know, that would be good too. But if not, then, you know, I'll go ahead and pay it, whatever. But, um, as far as the credit thing, I, I really need to figure out a way, and I'm gonna start looking at that guy's systems and stuff like that. AJ, our guest, and um, find out how he's doing those subject twos, because that's the way to go, man. Just not even, not even worrying about. Like, and Adam James, you know, another brilliant AJ. He said he he bought freaking his first uh, after he had filed for bankruptcy and all this shit. He had like a 400 credit score, whatever he was saying, you know, crappy credit score, and he's over here buying houses left and right soon as after after he just filed bankruptcy. I'm like. Yeah. I mean there's ways to do it, man. And then if you could do it without, you know, without putting yourself at risk and then and then, you know, giving your life away to a freaking bank, I mean, that's even better.
1: Yes, sir. I'm telling you, that's what I'm trying to do right now, man. Only thing I'm using banks for is refinancing. I'm going for little small local dink banks for refinancing <laughs> get some better interest rates. Oh, yeah, <laughs> even the uh only thing I was really putting down out of mind what I was doing was I'm just using I'm using cash for acquisition, meaning like down payment, $10,000 because I'm getting them cheap for down. And I'm putting mortgages on them, <laughs> $10,000 down. That's just 20% for these properties I'm looking at. <laughs> so after I do that, I use my business line of credit, fix it up, refinance all your money back, do it again, just doing the birth strategy. And it's on steroids because I'm using. You know, I'm probably Airbnb these places. These are places where, well, short-term rent these places because I'm right now. I'm I'm looking. to go hard on getting direct bookings. That's one of my one of my focus points right now. Nice, nice. Yeah, hell yeah. That's cool, man. It's
0: good touching base with you.
1: Yes, sir, man. So many ways to skin a cat. We we'll probably we got guests the next three weeks. We'll probably throw a me and you up in there again. What in the next? About a month or so, I think next after the next three, will we'll yeah. start throwing some me and you ups in there. Especially right now, there's so much shit going on, man. <laughs> you know,
0: yeah. That's why I kind of like that last one I, I threw up there on um on the oh, excuse me the podcast was the it was that guy the military guy out of where is he out of the the, the black guy the military guy the, oh yeah
1: Alvin Cavalier
0: Alvin that's a cool name Cavalier and um okay. he he. Do what?
1: Hope oh, that's his name.
0: Yeah, the Cavalier. Yeah, something like
1: Cavalier, that. Cavalier. Right? Okay.
0: Cavalier. And, um, and that was, we interviewed him right after this whole shit went down too. You kind of see the, you know, expressions on his face and stuff, but he was trying to, you know, trying to figure it out and stuff like that. But he's using the military mindset. That's how sounds cool. He was talking about, you know, just like attack the problem and then just keep, you know, keep going at it like that. And don't, you know, don't worry about things, just one thing at a time. And I was like, so when I, when I titled it, cause it had already been on the YouTube as, you know, how to thrive, something like how to thrive in COVID, whatever. And I was like, man, you know, people are probably getting tired of reading these same titles from all these, with all these same different podcasts, you know, the, you know, COVID 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 people want to just hear some good business sense. And I was like, he threw a bunch of good business sense at us. Yeah. And so how I titled it on the, on the, on the, on the podcasting, I was like, you know, how, how Calvin, you know, Calvin uh, Cavalier attacks, you know, how he does, how he does runs his Airbnb business with the, with the military mindset I thought. Ah, that'd be cool. I mean, that I, I, I you know pe- people got co- COVID nineteen fatigue. You know, we just hear it all freaking day. It's all everybody talks about at work. It's all the people at your your house talks about. All the news talks about. Every freaking website, Facebook, Instagram. It's all COVID nineteen, right? So, like, people. I think it's kind of like we should just do our shows. You know, of course we'll we'll touch on it. But we don't have to be like COVID-19 heavy. You know what I'm saying? We'll talk about it and how people are adjusting, whatever. But we want to really discover, you know, we want to have, you know, good, good business virtues they can throw at us, you know, that'll work in any environment.
1: Yeah. Because, I mean, military mindset. Alvin's using it. Adam's using it. Uh, yeah, man. You know, you know, it's just good business sense. That's how you said it. I like that. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Only reason I, I've been talking about it, real, I, I always ask the question, "How have you survived, man?" Because if you go in that Airbnb professional host group, man, these people are about to jump off the ledge, man. It's people sixteen. Oh, so it's people with multiple mortgages that can't make it. But man, I don't know if you've seen our email. So let me kind of tell the big fans what happened. So, me and Steve got hit up by two news articles. CNBC and Wall Street Journal, both of them looking for, I wouldn't say dirt on Airbnb, but I'll say they're looking to figure out what's been going on with the short-term rentals. Um, And the lady, we gave the lady a few people to talk to, and we gave them our side of what was going on. So the one from the Wall Street Journal ended up sending us her article on it. And yeah, man, it was a lady in Michigan, man. She had like six, seven houses. And she's just, man, just going through it, just she can't pay, she's figuring, trying to figure out other ways, you know, and I think, uh, you know, a lot of those people still need that help, you know, and still need that push, like, hey, man, you can still, and I think, like you said, that military mindset, you can still survive this and keep going, you know, so.
0: But, yeah, What what is our, you know, what is our mission here? What do we got to do? You know, yeah. what steps do we got to take and just,
1: just. I like that. what Adam Johnson said. He said, man, and he, that's how I always look at things. Like, he goes, at the end of the day, there's only one metric mission accomplished. Was it accomplished? If it wasn't accomplished and you failed, you got to figure out how to, how can you do it better? You know what I mean? So I like that. I was like, that's how I always look at things. Mission accomplished. I don't care about the excuses in between to get there. Are we going to get to the accomplishment of this mission?
0: And uh, yeah. And I liked, um, also he was saying, um, what's it called? Oh, about taking full responsibility. Like that, like that Jocko, Jocko book, what was it called? Uh, Yeah. uh, Extreme Ownership.
1: Extreme Ownership. Yep.
0: Yeah. Where you take full responsibility out of anything that occurs in your life. And he said, this occurred, you know, Air yeah Airbnb did it wrong. Did a whole bunch of people wrong, cancel all their people, all their listings. But he said, he took it, he said, that's my fault for putting all my trust into one website to make my money, you know, to getting lazy and not, you know, not spreading it across to other platforms, not making my own platform, you know, not looking for other ways to advertise. I, I put all my eggs in the one basket, so I take full responsibility. Yeah, they did me wrong, but it's my fault because I, I trusted them with 100%, you know. And, um, yeah, I mean, he's out there. <laughs> he's out there mowing all the lawns to his, like, 20 properties. And he's out there, you know, him and his wife turning the turnovers, the cleanings that they have to do and this shit and that. And so he, I mean, he did. Yeah. And and like Zayana Zayana was saying, you know, it's cool to like get to a nice comfort level where you're used to nice sheets and nice this and nice first class. But as long as you can, you know, you're capable of doing the frugal thing or knowing and doing the things yourself. Because you can always fall back to that when, like, when this event happens, just, oh, the frugal people are like, ah, you know, I can cook at home. I can do this. I don't got to go out. I don't got to have first class to everything anymore. I'm used to living the frugal. And he's like, that dude, uh, Adam uh, Adam Johnson, he's, he was out there, you know, mowing the yards, doing all the crap, you know, all the grunt work himself. He said, I just, you know, got to cut costs and do it that way. And another thing, another thing funny today, I was at Walmart, and I was this close to buying a lawnmower, this fucking close. And I was like, what the hell am I doing? I ain't going to be out there. <laughs> I I going to be mowing my yards, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you almost bought a lawnmower.
0: I almost bought a lawnmower because I was like, I can mow my yard. I was doing the math too. This this lawnmower at Walmart was like 160 bucks. It was the cheapest one they had, right? And then um, and I was I was doing the math in my head, and I was this this weed whacker was like another 70 bucks. And I was like, all right, I'm gonna spend this, you know, 200 and whatever, 40, but 40 dollars, whatever it was, with taxes and shit. And then, oh, fuck, these spools. And every time a spool goes out, it's going to be another 8 or $9. I have to put a spool for the weed, the weed eater. This is going to take my whole freaking day up, you know what I'm saying? And I'm going to have to do not just my yard. I'm going to have to do, like, two or you know two or three of my yards, whatever the hell. And um, instead of just paying the guy 35 bucks to do it for me, doing a fucking fantastic job, then I'm going to be out there sweating, busting my ass, and then I'm, I'm going to be spent. That whole day is going to be messed up, you know what I'm saying? And then I was like, how much – What if I, you know, would have done like one business transaction that whole day I just wasted mowing yards, you know what I'm saying? What if I found a house that was going to make me like like $50,000 that year, you know, because I'm out there trying to save $35 mowing yards. And so, (laughs) and I put them
1: back. You know what I tell people? You kind of have to look at cost, time, and your current income. Like, he had to change that up because there was a change in his income. You know what I mean? If like you're doing long-term and you still got your, your nine to five, there probably hasn't been an influx change in your income to where you have to be like, you have to cut costs. Cause I remember my guy, Sean Rikijits on Airbnb automated made a really good statement. He goes in order to be able to always survive in business, you have to be able to have passive income. And if something ever happens, you have to be able to go from passive to active income. I mean, you have to, you have to know how to turn back on your hustle. And if you know how to do that, you can survive. And that's exactly what Adam did. He's like, oh man, I got to turn back on my hustle. They didn't, we, my, my price is dipped Bet I'll go mow some lawns. You know what I mean? He, he went back to active income. So yeah, if you, when stuff like that happens, you got to know how to go to active income.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And, um, but like you said, I'm not like my three houses are on, um, they're on the freaking um, long term, anyways, right? Long term rentals. And, um, and my house, you know, my house, I live here. But, and so I didn't take a hit like most people did with the Airbnb thing, you know, went to shit. I didn't take a hit. All my, my guy, my people are knock on wood. They're still, <laughs> they're still paying every month and this and that. And um, so I'm like, but my, of course, they did cut overtime at work. I was doing overtime, but I see it as well now I got extra time. Is it better spent mowing yards or is it better spent, shit, I can start my own crew and have them mow yards and make me money. You know what I'm saying? There yes. you go. <laughs> now you hit it on the head. There you go. The
1: hustle comes out. There you go.
0: <laughs> That's how I
1: look at it. Shoot, and, uh, you know a Good hustle right now. Like how you were talking about the roof. Man, finding p- that dude who knocked on your door. Be like, look, man, I'll, you give me $100, bucks, i will go refer some roofs to you. Oh. 100 bucks per referral, he would do it.
0: Damn. That's a how good much, idea. How much
1: money do you think he's making off them roofs? Shit. And he's that paying a deductible for you? Shit, 100 bucks? I got you. Everybody's making money. And you ain't doing nothing. To, like, you're, you're getting a free roof. He's going to take care of the deductible? Shit. <laughs> it sells itself, man. it's <laughs> straight up, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I tell people, yeah, yeah, I'll give you some roofs shit i you can get on zillow and just see where hail hit and you know, start passing roofs off <laughs> shit i'm telling yeah. you man There's so many ways to hustle out here man
0: man that is that's true man and it's yeah the people there's money out there to be had in any environment man it's just um got to get out there and hustle right up and just like that was the example one guy really that's the only guy that knocked on my door the whole freaking day just one dude
1: <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> and, and there was a business opportunity. And sometimes there'd be a business opportunity right in front of you. And you'd be like, dang, hold on. If this dude was out here knocking on doors, if I gave him a direct lead, he'd love that.
0: Yeah. I mean, all he had to learn was like a little bitty sales pitch, right? That's all he had to learn. He gave me his glossy little trifold thing and this and that. Yep. And he went, I mean, he was all right speaker, but he was kind of like, you know, a little shaky, a little nervous. I don't know. It's not like his, it, it didn't seem like it was his thing. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? it seemed like he actually, he works for that company and they sent him out to go, you know, rummage up some business. It doesn't seem like he's like, they're just paying people that are good at speaking to people to go out there and sell things. You remember those, remember back in the day, those kids would always sell those magazines and, and they do that sales pitch. You know, I need, I'm trying to sell magazines to pay for college and this and that. Yeah. And oh man, it's really hot out there, man. You think he give me a drink of water. And then usually that, you know, there's little sales techniques, right? Yeah. And, they come in yeah oh, i'm gonna come inside man it's freaking hot here i have some water as soon as they're in that's it they got the sale done boom you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just and like i said he was he was okay but he wasn't like the best salesman i've i've seen but the product was so fucking good it just sold itself right i gotta pay for shit for
1: really? i just
0: just by asking one one person he got like three other houses out of it because i own four houses you know what
1: i'm saying exactly Man, you gave him that <clears throat> business, man, I would have told dude, like, man, how much would you pay me for to refer you some business? <laughs> <laughs>
0: we'll see if you look at it. Oh, man, that's us see. Uh, another, another great guest. This, this seems like a, like a year in review show we're doing right now. We're talking about all these past guests. Um, the, the Baldwin, uh, Todd, Todd Baldwin. Oh, Todd's a hustler. Yeah. Oh, man. He, every single thing he touches is, turns into gold. But he, he um, he's the 27-year-old millionaire. Oh, no, he's older now, 28, 29. But he was the one on CNBC, you know, He and so we, we tracked him down, got him on our show. He, he was a millionaire by 27, and he did it through real estate, and he did it through just, um, you know, making a, you know, hopping the, climbing the ladder a little bit of his job, you know, putting 100% into his job and becoming – you know six figures or more at his job pretty quickly and and then his um and then he just had you know he has stocks and he has all this stuff but the thing is he don't spend hardly any money Mm -hmm. and he gets paid for most everything that he does spend so in other words go out to a restaurant he gets paid to go out to a restaurant go to movies he gets paid to go to the movies (laughs) secret shopper left and right man
1: Man's a goddamn Uh, gigolo man
0: is it (laughs) he goes and buys a house with like five or six bedrooms makes each one a freaking apartment. I mean, insane. He's people, like, oh, I can, you can't make money in Seattle. He's like, hold my beer, motherfucker. Oh my and, uh, <laughs> hold my beer, which I got for free when I, blah, 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 <laughs> that they're paying me to drink. And, um, so he said something really, really cool on one of his episodes. Cause he's like, he did a, he did, uh, he does a YouTube channel, you know, Todd, look up Todd Baldwin, you know, and, um, he did it on his YouTube channel. He was like, uh, he goes, "I'm gonna, just gonna read it." Oh, he, <laughs> it was funny. He did like a a hater episode, and he's like, "This is a Easter hater." episode. Did you watch it? And he had like Easter bunny ears on and shit. And he no. like, Easter- anyways, he's always being cheesy and shit. <laughs> and he was like, "This is my my Easter Easter hater episode." I'm gonna read some read some fan mail. And just from all the haters out there, you know, for people, you know, whatever people are always hating on, ah, you you live, like, you live so frugally you live this and that. And one of the things was saying, he goes, why do you got, he goes, why do you have such a cheap car? Why do you have such a thing? You know, cheap this, or he goes, how come you don't spend money? Why why do you buy your clothes at a thrift store? You know, people were dogging on him. Right. Yeah. He goes, First of all, he goes, I, I goes, I ain't trying to, I, you know, I ain't into nice, shiny things. I'm into financial independence. That's my first and foremost. He goes, and I can afford a nice, a nicer car. He goes, but I don't want just a nicer car. He goes, I want this particular, um, then he named this fucking fancy, like, I don't know, like like a Ferrari, whatever, whatever it was, you know, he goes, I'm not gonna, he says, I'm not gonna settle for on something that oh man he said this genius line not gonna settle for something i can i can have now for what i can afford later or something like that that he wants to he wants to get in a position where he can buy that best fucking thing not just settle for something that's okay you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and he goes "He goes, i don't need a damn he goes i don't need a damn um uh you know forty thousand dollar watch on my wrist he goes but he goes, I would love to own the company that makes $40,000 watches and sells $40,000 watches. Yes, and I was sir. like, dang. He goes, I don't want you know, I'll, he's just naming all this, you know, I don't want to own this, you know, expensive thing. But I would love to own the company that makes those things and sells those things. I was like, that's, that's how his mind works.
1: Yeah. Well, Airbnb just sent me my $500 check, 25%, which ain't even close to what got canceled. But they actually show you a list of cancellations. I'm like... I had way more cancellations than that. But okay. So they sent me four hundred and ninety-seven dollars and thirty-five cents as part of the twenty-five million dollar stimulus they got. Ooh.
0: Or two hundred and
1: fifty million dollar stimulus, I want to say. Yeah, two hundred and fifty million dollar stimulus that they got.
0: You're in the money, man.
1: Yeah, I guess. Four hundred bucks. Yeah, whatever.
0: Just um just buy a hot penny stock with it, see what happens.
1: Yeah, I'll see. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's a uh, you know, thanks Airbnb.
0: Yeah, it's a double edged sword. They made you a lot of money for a long time.
1: Yeah, they did. I'm about I'm about to start making that money my damn self now.
0: <laughs> You're graduating,
1: yes, sir. Moving on up, Six, yeah, seven. man. I, uh, but yeah, what uh, dude's doing is next level, so but yeah, we, uh,
0: I, was, I mean, to ask you, is there still some good um especially right now, is there some, still some good timeshare deals to be had?
1: Well, all timeshares are shut down right now. You might be able to grab one. I mean, you can always buy a timeshare for a dollar if you want from eBay. But
0: yeah, but you got to like pay the monthly and all that
1: stuff, right? What? what do you mean the monthly?
0: The monthly mortgage on it or the monthly whatever it's called.
1: Yeah, hundred bucks. But I mean, you, what you're renting it for out a month, it'll pound this out. You'll pay really? for that one reservation.
0: Oh shit. But you got to find the right one, right? You can't just buy any timeshare. That- yeah. You got
1: to find the right one. But, uh, other than that, man, yeah. I mean, it's, it's good to pop in now, but like with them, how they changed up everything cause people were making too much money. You can make so a lot of people
0: were doing your thing.
1: Yeah. A lot of people hopped on that.
0: <laughs> That's probably your fault too. People heard you talking about it.
1: Yeah. So I was like, yeah, but I mean, it's really the, t- I think the timeshare has just seen the influx of, men. we're always booked. And of course the people are telling them, yeah, we got this place through Airbnb. So they figured the owners are just written these places out. They ain't coming here themselves. So they start tacking on fees and changing up policies. So it was like, all right, you know, you can still make money doing it, but I'm mainly focused on buying more houses.
0: See, I think that was dumb on their part because I mean, they're, they're hundred percent booked. What the hell is their problem? What's the gripe? You know, why wouldn't
1: they let people do it? Well, you also have to realize those timeshare companies make money off selling the timeshare. So they ain't selling the timeshare no more. These people are like, I don't want your damn timeshare. I can just rent it off Airbnb. Mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So the, the long-term numbers for them don't make sense.
0: So they buy them for pennies from back from the people and they sell them for thousands to other people. and they just oh, no, no, no,
1: no. It. The timeshare won't buy them back. They, they don't buy them back. Timeshares, these people would deed them out of their name and then sell them to somebody else to take over it. Mm-hmm. It's like selling a house, selling the mortgage on a house. Not the mortgage. Yeah. Selling the deed to a house, but it has oh, a mortgage, okay. mortgage on it. So oh, okay. right now the timeshares, they like my shit, we losing money because not, not they try to get the people to sit through the thing. They're like, I'm here on vacation. They ain't trying to sit through no damn timeshare presentation. <laughs> you know, and I've had complaints about that. People say, man, I, I got pu- pushed into a timeshare presentation. You know, I'm like, oh, it is what it is. But, you know, but the reviews are five stars, like, man, I got this big ass condo, three bed, two baths, uh, jet tub, jet garden tub, beautiful view of the uh, Atlantic Ocean in Daytona Beach. They love that, you know, but timeshares, they like, well, shit, these people ain't about to buy this timeshare if they can go rent it on Airbnb, (laughs) you know? but actually in the long run well i think you could say they made a mistake because in the long run if that guest dude that would be my
0: angle if i was selling if i was selling timeshares i'd be like dude you know not only you and your family could use this you could throw this motherfucker on airbnb and make money off this timeshare and you i'd be selling those motherfuckers left and right you know what i'm saying that would be my angle if i was selling timeshares
1: also but i've been hearing from guests that the in the timeshare company if this if they get caught doing this they will be in severe trouble a lot of the people at the front desk who own pieces of the timeshare i heard they've been listing them on airbnb when people back in the day if you walked into a timeshare resort, yeah you are you near know where i'm getting that back in the day when you walked into a timeshare resort if you ain't got no owner or don't know no owner hey, you got to go or you can listen to this timeshare presentation now when people come in They'll they'll be like, oh, well, you're not an owner. Yeah, you can't stay here. But then you might have somebody at the front desk who owns parts of the timeshare. He'll be like, sneak them off to the side. But, hey, you can come to my listing on Airbnb. You can pay me. You know, and boom, you got it. Wow. Crazy. (laughs) It it turned real. Yeah, you know, the timeshares got real, real crazy, real quick, man. Got real, real. I mean, you still make money. I still make money off of it. I'm not tripping, but it ain't my. Right now, the timeshares, when they were open, May 15th, though, we're going to make some big money because I'm having my dude open up everything on May 14th. Uh, May 14th, the night of May 14th, I'm having my uh, VA open up everything. That's open. Open up everything. And after that, we're going to make some money. June, we're projecting some big numbers. So then we bounce back and then – Keep on, hopefully I have another house by then. Fingers crossed. And then we add that on there, add that on to uh, our short-term rental list and keep on going, man. Just See, man, find- people,
0: That's what I love about, about your mindset and about entrepreneur's mindset, man. And most people right now, or a lot of people listen to the news, watch the news, scared as fuck. What am I going to do, this and that? Everything's going to hell. But you're like <laughs> licking your chops, man. You're excited <laughs> over this shit. You can't wait.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I love this shit. Like This type of stuff, man. I remember, man, first, I, Master P said it best. If you can go back, whenever financial hard times come, if you can go back to the last, okay, the, where, where were I, was I the last time a recession hit? I was living in the hood of Southwest Little Rock in my uncle's house, on the, and I was sleeping on his couch. If you can go back to that, and you can learn, and you survive, what is a? this ain't going to scare you? All this is going to do is like all the knowledge you've acquired since then. You can, man, you can make it bigger this time, man. It's just, you guys learned to expand. It's just so many opportunities. It's all mindset too, man. It's mindset.
0: I heard a thing too. Recessions create millionaires. Depressions create billionaires. I was like, damn, that was deep. Damn. <laughs> it's the truth, right?
1: Yes, sir. Because this next millionaire is coming. I'm gunning. <laughs> I know this realtor. He was like, damn. Like He was like, damn. I sent him 30 houses. He sent me MLS. I sent him 30 of them back. I said, look. I was like, man, because my dad's been looking at him. But he's kind of, my dad's been in the 60s. I was like, look, man. I was like, I'm really trying to keep my dad out in the house. I was like, man, I was like, if you already know anything about these properties and you know the work that needs to be done, let me know. We can go ahead and put in an offer. And he was like, "Hey, man, I'm down to do that." He was like, I, I, "I've been listening." He said, "I listened to the first episode of your podcast." He was like, "I want to sit down and talk." I was like, "Man," I was like, "I'm in the studio tomorrow." But I was like, "After that, let's get on the phone. Let's talk. Let's run some numbers. See what we can do. Bargaining, bartering out here, man." <laughs> yes, sir.
0: It's hard out there for a pimp. Yeah, man. But you got
1: <laughs> you, you got to keep on pimping. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing about it, you know? So you can't, can't stop, man. Just got to keep going.
0: Man, you know, it's funny. Like um, like our manager at a job's over there freaking out over everything. And because, you know, to me, it's a big, it's kind of a big joke, right? The, the, the guys up top and, and the company I work at for all this time, are making record profits and this and that. What are they doing? They're using all that surplus money to buy back their own stocks, right? And so it bumps up the stock price. And what happens when the stock price goes up? They get huge bonuses. So, no, anyway, anyways, you know, it's just been it's the way Americans America's done business for a while now. After they figured this shit out, where they can artificially inflate their own stock price of the company and then pay off the, all the executives get paid, you know, millions, hundreds of millions of dollars bonuses and shit because they're hitting these marks, right? And that's what that's what their incentives were. And so, anyways, they've been doing this while we're having these surpluses. And then go in, and then putting our company into more and more debt, this and that. Mm-hmm. And, um, and boom, oh shit, you know, coronavirus. Uh, and before that it was whatever, nine eleven, it was whatever crisis it is, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, so, wow, wow, we need the government to bail us out. Or we're going to go, we're going to go bankrupt because <laughs> they spent all the money. Plus put us further in debt than we've never been to, even though we were making record profits every year. That's just how we were doing it. I was like, and, um, and so the tax dollars have to, you know, our tax dollars got to bail out these, you know, millionaires. It's just how it works. And so, now they're freaking out, oh, we have to, you know, you know the managers are like, we got to really, you know, tighten, the, tighten our belts and, 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 and try to do what we can on skeleton crews and everybody's got to work harder and this and that. It's like, and I'm just laughing in the back of my mouth. So the people up top screw it up and everything. So it's on the working man to fix it, right? <laughs> Sorry, to <laughs> tighten our belts and, this, and try to, to right the ship. And after they fucking grounded the boat. But anyways, the whole time while the manager's freaking out and stuff, I'm just like, man, this is just a paycheck for me. I ain't all you know gung ho about this. I ain't gung ho about this job. You know, if the job lays me off, whatever. My, I'm using this money to advance my, uh, me and my family. You know, to get get these get these houses or get these rentals or get these arbitrage, whatever I gotta do. I'm gonna this all this money I'll make it from y'all is to fund that. You know, that's where it stops. I don't freaking. I'm gonna love my company, and hug my company, go. You know, let's go team. Bullshit. Nah, this is just a paycheck for me. I'm just a number to y'all. This is the paycheck for
1: me man see in my job you 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 really realize that my job you do realize you're part of something bigger because of the what the work that we do um plus it's kind of government so they can't just let people go to what we do but i've noticed man like that mentality that you just said it's so many millennials people my age that just man these people are gonna be working until they're 70 like i just listen to like the shit that they buy i'm like Spend your money on that shit? Like, I mean, I'm just like you, dude, y'all, man. I, I just be like shocked. Like when I talk to millennials, dude, they just a lot of them are clueless, man. It's just like, man, dude, y'all spend y'all money terrible, you know. But it is what it is, man. I, I'm just sometimes I will just be like kind of in shock that just our generation thinks the way they think, you know.
0: Yeah, it's funny because like you know. Not to dog anybody at my job or whatever, but I probably drive one of the ugliest cars at my work, right? Mm-hmm. And there's some badass fucking rides at my work, and but a lot of these mofo's are living in apartments. I got four fucking houses and a swimming pool, so I don't know who's winning the. <laughs> I might got an ugly car. <laughs> they might have a badass ride, but they got a shitload of debt. That that's just that ain't making them no money. I got my I got debt, but my debt's making me money. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, they, I, I just, man, dude, I'd be listening to people. I'm just like, what? Y'all don't? But I don't know. It's just like people just don't, they become dependent on a job. It's just like, but a lot of them, they really only think they they see no value in themselves. That's what it is. They see no value in themselves besides the title that someone gives them. That's their value. Mm-hmm. It's, I've seen so much people, I'm looking at them like, man, you're so much more than that. Like, I can see it. Like, the stuff you've told me, like, I ain't gonna lie, my job, I've learned so much that I've applied to my own business that it's crazy. Like, I mean, I found out about, like, I I was sitting there listening to the, like, this uh, company that we contract with. uh, I was listening to their numbers on how they charge for a consultant. I was like, damn, that shit's genius. I was like, man, I'll start using that with my consulting, you know, so And it's so much that it's crazy that they don't see that they can do this themselves, like the stuff that they can use to create income on the side for themselves, you know. So, yeah, it's it's people people really don't know their value, man. And it's I hope we can actually with this podcast show people that they have value. You know,
0: I think if people are listening to us, they kind of already have that mindset, you know and people get sidetracked every now and then and, and go, you know, spend money on bullshit, but you guys, you gotta spend a little, you gotta have a little bit of fun. (laughs) You gotta have a little bit of fun. But, um, Oh man, I heard this. I heard this, I heard this thing the other day and it was pretty good. Um, uh, what was he talking about? Any, anyway, spending money on cool shit like, what well, like experiences—that's the cool thing. Traveling, you know. I know right now we can't do it, but I'd rather go have a badass vacation, have a nice vacation, make some memories and stuff, right? Because I mean, most everything else ends up in a landfill except for what's in your head, right?
1: Yeah, you know. And like, I think a lot. Speaking of vacation, man, I'm ready. Like, my birthday is like twenty some days out, and I'm like. Shit. <laughs> If they don't come, I don't care. Open up Vegas. Open up something. I'm trying to hit a beach, go to a casino, something, damn it. (laughs) I want to hit the strip, but I'm like, you know, I know there's people with concerns about corona, but I'm like, shit, my 31st birthday, man, I don't know if I'm about to be in Arlington, Texas, you know, so I don't care if I take a road trip down to New Braunfels. I don't give a damn.
0: You know, they just announced, like, it was, like, last week or whatever, that they reopened South Padre people can go visit, you know visit South Padre again and stuff like that and they're showing but there's certain rules and this and whatever the the mayor made these rules and one of them was you have to wear the fucking surgical masks on the beach I'm like are you fucking ki- you're on a fucking beach man you're not in <laughs> you got to wear a surgical mask no one's around you on a fucking beach i mean it's just ridiculous some of the some of these people are just idiots right and the government the the governor kind of squashed all that saying, you know, yeah, we suggest you wear those, you know, because his he, what he says is above all the these mayors and judges or whatever, you know, that are doing whatever. He, what he says goes above it. He goes, We're gonna make we're gonna ask people to wear those at certain, you know, if as if they can't, he goes, if you don't, we're not gonna be finding people. So boom, there you go. If you're on the beach in South Padre and the cops hassling, say, Hey man, the governor said out and gotta wear this shit. <laughs>
1: Man, we'll just start coughing. He may get the hell away from you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they, man. they extended the stay-at-home order in uh in Vegas.
0: Oh man, I thought I heard that Vegas that Vegas mayor was all gung ho about opening shit back up.
1: Yeah, but the governor ain't. Oh, he
0: <laughs> <laughs> he kind of squashed that shit. And he
1: was like, "Nah, I ain't with it, bro." <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, because I mean Vegas, they they said Vegas looks like the walking dead. I'm like, damn, that'd be crazy to see. I seen someone took pictures. It was crazy, man. So
0: man, there's opportunities though, man. Cause I everything's gonna open back up eventually, right?
1: Yeah. Even the
0: overseas shit that that Zayana was talking about. I mean, there's opportunities there, dude. Yeah. Big okay. opportunities.
1: So I mean, but I do want to travel for my birthday. I don't know. Let's see. I might mess around and have a house party, a COVID nineteen house party. Huh? <laughs> no, I'll <show> you that. <laughs> nah, I don't know, man. I'll see. Yeah, no dude. more than tens. Everybody stay six feet apart. Twenty five percent
0: capacity. Man, my buddy, uh, my buddy Warren. I remember Warren, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Anyways, he was like, "Cause he told us the other day, yeah, you know, I can't make it out to whatever, but I got a I, I got a party to go to. This is like on a Saturday or something, and we're like." party who are you who's doing parties right now Hey, calls black people
1: <laughs> 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 <Hi>. <laughs> <So shit funny. laughs> hell yeah man. I, I ain't been to no part well when it first hit i went to a party yeah uh, went to a party down in houston we went down there and party. you know so i don't know
0: i guess we we'll go get some takeout turkey leg jack turkey leg hut whatever
1: I had to go to the turkey leg hut, and then, uh, then Slim Thug was at the turkey leg hut. Then he tested positive for coronavirus, man. Oh, I didn't man. tell. Damn, like, they'll be like, Michael was there too. He got the corona. I don't know, but I don't. I don't, <laughs> I don't know.
0: We'll see. <laughs> yeah. we'll see. All right, man. It's a good episode.
1: Yeah, good episode. Kind of for
0: just a freestyle episode.
1: Yeah, that was a good freestyle app, man. But yeah, y'all stay strong, stay diligent, man. Don't uh. Don't let the Rona ruin your life. Stay on your hustle. Stay on your grind. Yeah,
0: man, and um, yeah, just keep, just keep, just look, keep looking for opportunities. It might not be in real estate right now. It might be in some other thing. But man, there's so many. I mean, opp- whenever everything's down, there's so many opportunities. You know, a lot of people are. You know, it, it's funny because like I have friends, and I was talking about, you know, my my friend Warren Afik, and kind of like they they send all we're in a little text message stream, and they're, they're more gloom and doom. These are gonna get bad. These are, and I'm like, and I was like, man, you know, I don't think it's going to get that bad. Things are going to open up. Not, I think, I think the, you know, stocks will be going, stocks are going to go up. I think the, you know, houses are going to go back up. Man. Yeah. It's, it's all. He's like, And he's like, he goes, what about the, what about the 22 million unemployed, unemployment number? And I was like, well. When things get open back up and people, you know, there's going to be 22 million jobs that's going to be available. That's what's, that's what's going to happen. 22 million new jobs. If these people don't want to go back to work, it's going to be a lot of more work for other people, you mm-hmm. know, yep. whoever wants to get out there and get that money. There's going to be plenty of money to, to get
1: got. Is that a company? The economy is going to come back. It's going to come back, man. Whoa, shit. Somebody got paid 28 G's from Airbnb.
0: <laughs> imagine how much profit they were making.
1: Boy, who are you telling, man?
0: Million a, million a year.
1: <laughs> all you got to do is multiply that number by 0. 0.25, or divide it by 0. 0.25. I'm sorry, I'll tell you how much they were making. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it's gonna come back. Like I, the people who are gloomy, this is gonna happen. I mean, if you look at all those gloomy situations, it's money to be made in them. Oh yeah, find that find that uh, money maker. You know. It's gonna. These people who can't afford their houses, they're not gonna be able to afford the houses. That means you. It's your time to serve. See how you can help them. You make it an opportunity for both of you. Because mm-hmm. you know? what I was gonna do is, a matter of fact, let me tell you. Well, I lost a uh, a bid, a bid auction, and the, the place was occupied. Right, I couldn't see inside of it, but I ran my numbers on it. And I'm like, hey, if it needs sixty k worth of work, we'll just pay this price. So let's say I would have won the bid. My goal was I was gonna do a cash for keys. I'm like, look. And I was going to help them move. And I was going to move them into an apartment and pay up their rent for like a month or two months. Damn. Yeah. I was going to hook them up. That's Shit, what's up. make my money back. Hell, I got a whole house, you know, so <laughs> that I can short term rent. But so, what if
0: they come back and say, hey, there's, there's a no eviction order right now for three months. So I am not
1: going to evict them. Cash
0: for keys. No eviction. No, no. But what if they said, well, that's a nice offer, but we're going to stay in rent free for three months.
1: Out. I've only spent, I got the house cash. I ain't got to pay nobody, but cool we'll just wait we'll do the eviction i thought about it i'm like okay we'll just wait it out we'll uh wait till this thing blows over but i'm like i want to help you but i would even if they would have said that i'm like i know but think about this being on i'm trying to help you out put you in a nice place you know what i mean so i mean it's just so many ways you can help people out right now man so many ways (laughs) that's true yeah
0: that is true well cool man good episode Get back to the family. I know my wife's probably going crazy right now.
1: My fam, to the fam, bam. It's
0: good talking. We're gonna have some some live, let, thrive mugs coming. Got the hats, you know. We're going I'm gonna get the the merch up and running nicely, you know.
1: Yeah, I got a uh, yeah, cause I gotta go clean out this fridge. I got a new fridge to be delivered tomorrow. Yeah, so a new oh, black nice. stainless steel fridge coming in. So,
0: You get a good yeah. deal. Of course, you got a good deal. You always get a fucking good deal.
1: Good deals, it got well, it was like two G's, but it's one of them brand new French door four four doors one, two, three, four, four doors, ice maker, full shebang. I was like,
0: Was it a Samsung?
1: I think it is a Samsung.
0: Okay, it's I'm asking because this house I looked at and I I put a bid in for it, I didn't get it, Mm -hmm. but it's over here in um, like um, North Mission Hills. Mm-hmm. Little it's a small house, like you know, barely over a thousand square foot, three bedroom, one bath, mm-hmm. and um little kitchen. But this motherfucker's had that fridge you're describing, Samsung, state of the art, taking up like half the kitchen in this little big <laughs> like, Them things
1: sell houses though, man. Them kitchens when you no, was still up in there? Whew.
0: No, it was black stainless, like you said. It was like Yeah, it
1: just takes up the whole space. I was like, it takes up most of the kitchen, dude.
0: You could barely open the like the dishwasher. I mean, this is a small like the kitchen is probably the size of this room. It's small. Yeah. And and so I was like, but well, half of it is fridge, dude. I was like, really? Y'all, y'all did outgrow this fucking house. <laughs> this is the fridge you need to feed, you know, however many people live in here yeah. in a three, one thousand square foot house. But I was like, man, first thing I was gonna do is get that fridge out of the house. Yeah, it'll open up the kitchen. We'll get a little small one. Put it in your house. Put it in my house.
1: <laughs> like, hey, it's a nice
0: fridge. <laughs> like I said, two thousand dollar fridge comes with the house. You know, that's yeah. it. It was nice, yeah. but anyways, um, yeah, they got they make some amazing refrigerators nowadays. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I'll Good talking to you, man.
1: Definitely, y'all stay on y'all grind out there, man. Llt for life. Forever. Peace. Later.